previously on Box Cutters. Tricky, more retroactive. Because he worked in the chocolate factory. How else was briefly seeing this girl? It's time. No, I, I think I can say that for sure. We should just stop. Let's just be friends. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 304. It's all over when something comes out. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Courtney Hawking. Hi Josh. Hi Brett. To my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening viewers. Good evening Courtney. Oh, oh my God. So Courtney gets her own. Well, well she said that. hello to me. Yeah, specifically. First time that's ever happened. Let's not fight. In 304 episodes. <laughs> I wasn't born for the first hundred. <laughs> Don't start that with me. You are only six. <laughs> Very mature. Uh, this uh, this this is going to be a, a special episode of Box Cutters because <laughs> Very special episode that no parent should miss. Uh, it's going to be a car accident with Toby in it again. 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 Uh, Toby Halligan not here. Absent. That's why it's a very special episode? No. Right? No. I'm, I'm saying Terry Halligan, absent. Our uh, guest donor, unable to... Uh, Came down with something. Absent. Mm. Absent. Unable to show up. Absent. John Richards. Absent. Uh, editing. Absent. So essentially they're going to get the three of us unedited. Well, no, there'll be some editing, but I am basically going to glue this episode together using uh, that craft glue that you used oh, to get. Yeah. You know, the one that you used to put on your hand and then you could dry um, it, dry it, it and then peel it off and look like you're peeling off your skin? PVC glue. Good times. Yeah. yeah so some, right. P- some PVC glue. Uh, and clag. And, uh, not clag. No, you, I've got to be more accurate than that. That would PVC, be your skin. PVC glue and a matchstick. Uh, for, for, for pasting it on. What That's how I'm going to edit this did together. What go to? Again, is that is that what you did VCE in PVC glue and match? PVC glue. No, I would remember the name of it if if that's well, maybe if that's what I did. Uh, that was just muck up day with the goat. No, you've lost. I'm lost now. Sorry, that was schoolies week. <laughs> I feel weird. Anyway, so what's going to happen on a very special episode <laughs> of Box Cutters? Uh, other than the fact that the audience is going to be disappointed, we're uh, we're, we're going to talk about the Big Brother auditions. Yeah, did uh, you audition this year? I, d- I did not. <laughs> I did not because of my uh, excessive self-respect. <laughs> uh, you cling on to that, don't you? Well, so, so you'll go for, uh, for Race Around the World, but not Not for... Race Around the World. No. The Amazing Race. Amazing Race. There you go. Race Around the World. I would have gone for that. Richard Feidler was the host. That would have been awesome. Yeah, and now you'll never get a chance to meet Richard Feidler. What do you mean? Oh, no, you will. He's not dead. No, no, no. He's just in Queensland. He wasn't in the Beastie Boys. Not all of the Beastie oh. Boys are dead. Just MCA, his dad and friends. Poor yes. out of court. I know. It's been a sad weekend. Uh, <laughs> more disappointment. What, what is going on with <laughs> this show? terrible. Uh, speaking of terrible, Courtney, you've, uh, you've come up with an idea to look at terrible shows, once loved, now missed. Yeah. I'm looking forward to finding out what, what you actually meant. You, you came up with this idea. I went, yeah, sure, let's do a segment on that. Well, yeah, I'll explain further later in the show. I look forward to that. We've got one thing. We've got some pork. Uh, we've got about 15 minutes left of this episode before we <laughs> run out of content. As always, though, we're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News.
Brett Cropley, uh, MCA, not the only uh, influential figure uh, for uh, for young people today to have passed away over the weekend. Yeah, I'm not sure about young people today, but young people of the past years, uh, probably around the same time as MCA, Simone Bliss. Uh, Edith. Sorry, yes, Edith Bliss. Who's Simone Bliss? I don't oh, know, no, but I'm, I really Sorry. don't want to be her right now. <laughs> She's a friend of mine. Oh, Edith Bliss. <laughs> I really don't want to be her right now. Um, who was uh, one of the journalists on Simon Townsend's Wonder World has died. They had journalists on that. Illness. She, she was, and, she was uh, a journalist. She was sometimes Johnson host. Coleman. Uh, and Woodrow also went out with the... For the Vox Pop sometimes. Did you? Uh, did I wasn't you, old enough to. Did you see any of it? You would have seen some of it though. No. As, as a young As a young toddler. No memory at all. Simon Townsend's Wonderworld was a, a really interesting concept because I, I think before that show, he was famous for having been a conscientious objector mm-hmm. uh, during the Vietnam War. What? And he, then and he, he was like, I'm going to be on TV. And then, and then why not give that guy a kids' TV show? Awesome. That's great. That's excellent. And uh, so this was, it was almost like a you asked for it. Uh, people could send in their, uh, can you tell me more about such and such? Oh, okay, because when you said you asked for it, it sounded a little bit not like Oh, you, you never you never saw the show you asked for it as well because you weren't born then. No. But yes, this was a show where you would, you would send in a, a letter saying, show me more about how aeroplanes work. So it would be like if now... Julian Assange got a kids' TV show and he pretended he was Dr. Carl. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Kind of. As opposed to just having a chat show in his uh, house arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How come Ansung Suu Kyi never has a chat show? Uh, She's out now, that's why. Uh, Now now if she had a chat show, it just wouldn't be special. Uh, No. Nelson Mandela. Selman Rushdie. Uh, Also pretty much free to roam around. What about the one in Tibet? The Dalai Lama. No, the other one. The lady one. The la- that lady. That you two write songs about all the time. A- it- Angel of Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a chat show I'd watch. I reckon that would involve a rock star and a lot of blonde chicks. So Edith Bliss was uh, was ill for some time oh. and uh, and uh, passed away over the weekend. She was a uh, bit of a pop star uh, before she was. she was on Simon Townsend's Wonder World, decided to take the kids' journalism routes rather than uh, uh, carrying on with her countdown appearances. She was she was excellent at her job, though. Like, mm. really, it, especially considering that Simon Townsend was such a dud on screen. <laughs> I think she had so much energy from her hair. It was she very did have, blonde she did very have, curly yeah. and very high. Well, you need to have very quite specific um, skills and personality to be on kids' TV, I think. She was, it well. she, she was very good at it. I, I, I think she is probably the only, uh, the only reporter who people could really name, uh, other than Jonathan Dr. Coleman, who was you know, famous for other reasons. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was sad. sad. Sad news. Yeah. In, uh, in also sad news, but this is something that is never going to exist. HBO have decided to not go ahead with the Corrections TV yes, series. I heard about this, but apparently they'd gone to pilot with it. Is that right? Uh, I, d- I don't think they'd finished. Uh, they started work on I think they, s- they started work on it, and here's, here's what I don't understand. Hmm. All right, so y- you've got an excellent book like The Corrections. Yes. International bestseller. Pulitzer Prize winner, I believe. Uh, now I'm not so sure. Now that I say I that, I'm not think so sure. So. Maybe I'm mixing it up. I know Cavalier and Clay was definitely yeah. a Pulitzer Prize winner. Oh, uh, but but the corrections, uh, 
definitely Oprah's Book Club, <laughs> uh, Lister, and then Remover. I reckon if it had won a Pulitzer, Jonathan Franzen would be either would be a different kind of insufferable to how he is now. I love you know we're very good friends. Really? Well, not really, but every time that we've we've met, he's always smiled at me nicely. <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss this on our literary podcast. Last time he was here, we uh, book cutters. We really, <laughs> <laughs> we really bonded over a mission of Burma song <laughs> about the woman that we don't know the name of. No, 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 no. Uh, this is uh, and that's that's when I reached for my revolver. We uh, we really. Anyway, that's me and Jonathan France, and that's not the news. Now, so, so corrections. Is it this? What is the corrections? I haven't heard of, of the book. It's a, a book that's pretty that may or may not have won a Pulitzer Prize about, about 10, 15 years ago. Uh, about 10. 10 years ten, ago. 10 years ago. Um, it's a fiction book about a family and. Uh, a, f- a family, dementia, uh, drug trials. It's, it is a very large. It's a big book. Very it's a good very, book. Very big book, great read. Bigger than everything is written since. Is Unexpected, a a uh, not bigger than the stand. Unexpected, unexpected, but uh, <laughs> there's well, it's bigger in some ways, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, to go off topic again, just briefly, one of the things I love about that version of Stephen King's The Stand. This is book cutters, by the way. Yeah. If you've uh, <laughs> just just joined in, where we talk about all all about uh, segues with books. Uh, one of the things I love about that that version is the introduction by Stephen King, where he says, mm. "There is no reason for you to read this book. Yeah, there it's, is no reason. By all means, buy it. Please buy it, but do not read this version his, of the book." Um, his intros to his books are always so wonderful. He, you know, such a conversation. You always feel like you're actually just talking to Stephen King. Well, he's talking to you, and you're listening. But you know, which is what I would do in any room with Stephen King. Pretty much. What? A Tell great... me more about what you think about tax, Stephen King. Yeah. yeah. What a great jockey. You're awesome. Uh, so, the, the correction. So, HBO was, was going to make this. Now, I, I don't know why they have said no to it. Well, maybe this it was is, bad. Noah Baumbach and Scott Rudin producing. Noah mm-hmm. Baumbach, one of my favourite directors. Yep. Uh, of? Uh, Squid and the Whale. Uh, also, he, uh, he co-wrote uh, Life Aquatic. So, mm-hmm. movies, not uh, TV shows? Yes. Okay. So, that could be a reason. Uh, Scott Rudin, also a producer of movies. I reckon the cor- the, the, cor- the staff, the staff, the um, the cast. Mm. Chris Cooper. Yep. Diane Weist. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Oh wow. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, I love her. Uh, not going ahead. But I reckon I think I think it's a you could having read the book, I can see that it may not be likable enough. To be on TV? It's not stopped HBO before. Uh, but like, like what? Well, the thing is, if it was, if it was quality television, but not necessarily uh, oh, likable or relatable. Mm. Well, it's relatable. It's just not likable. I think. It's 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 a complicated. It is a complicated relationship that people have, both mm. within the book and with the book. Yes. And yes, that might be uh, something that would happen with uh, with the TV show, but with that cast, yeah, you'd think that they would at least get a season out of it. You would. Um, interesting about um, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Ewan McGregor, both film um, and Chris Cooper for that matter. Mm. Um, all and the writer. Guy. And yeah, Noah Baumbach. 
all yeah. very filmic people, not TV people. Yeah, all, all going know. to HBO to, to do this show. And uh, not, not really... Uh, the, the sources, this is according to uh, The Hollywood Reporter, sources confirm that the decision to not move forward with the corrections had nothing to do with HBO landing the rights to True Detective, <laughs> an eight-episode anthology series. So... So that's one of the, so we can just cross that off the list. <laughs> I'm glad they brought it up because I was wondering. Yeah. 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 That's oh, interesting. Because I didn't sleep all last night, but now I know. Uh, I, I I'm a bit I'm a bit sad about that. I thought I thought that would have been. Uh, I would have been interesting interested to see it. I am currently reading Jonathan Franz's new Franz's newest book, and um, it's awful. Freedom. No, his new nonfiction. Oh, oh new nonfiction. Yeah. Uh, his last nonfiction was great. How to Be Alone is really great. Also sad. Yeah, they're all sad. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, also sad. Uh, e, the uh, the TV channel, E, is uh, going to be producing a whole bunch of scripted programming. This is... Uh, so as e, opposed to... As opposed to all the crap that they have, like Ice Loves Coco and... That's not uh, scripted. Not well. <laughs> it's not considered scripted. Okay. Uh, and all the... Uh, uh, all the Kardashian, Kardashian uh, yeah. shows, reality, in yeah. inverted commas, yeah. So, what sort of stuff? Uh, Bar- Barbie Funhouse goes live, or uh, projects from Kevin Spacey and uh, Australia's own Philip Noyce. Uh, this is uh, this is from Variety, and, and for some reason they don't put uh, they don't put Philip Noyce's full name there as Australia's own Philip Noyce. Well, that's probably because they didn't send it. Is it an Australian e-release or? Uh, no, no, this is a US yeah. US e-release. I think I think the only people that put Australia's own on the front of things are Australians. Uh, there is uh, going to be uh, one series called Dorothy, inspired by the Wizard of Oz tales. Oh, I th- not inspired by Christopher Pine. No, <laughs> and uh, and uh, another called Jura Number Nine. No, that's Friend of Dorothy. Right. My bad. Sorry. That's on ABC Two, I think. Jura <laughs> uh, number nine, which is going to be uh, uh, someone kills someone, and then there's some blackmail and blah blah blah. And uh, <laughs> have you ever thought about getting into PR? <laughs> you are good. It just doesn't sound very interesting. And the one uh, by uh, Kevin Spacey and Michael DeLuca uh, is called Upstarts, about the 1990s digital gold rush. Uh, with startup companies, etc., etc. We're going to have know, that now, are we? Could be tech bubble. Is that the next thing we're going to be yeah. hanging on about? Yeah, the, t- the tech bubble. Yeah, we're going to go back, go and back to the nineties. IT the, uh... Asperger's people on screen. I don't need to see this. I talk to enough of them on the phone at work when my computer doesn't work. Get off. <laughs> anyway, great, good for you, E. Uh, so they're they're going to be doing that. Uh, Amazon Studios are also going to be developing uh, original. Comedies and kids TV. Are they based in the Amazon, or is this Amazon Books? Uh, this is uh, th- this is I think based on the uh, Amazon Booksellers uh, website. Mm. So this is a website that became uh, started as a bookseller, then became an everything seller, mm. then became a media distributor, and is now yeah. a content creator. Mm. Wow! They well they have billions and billions of dollars, so why not? I guess. So it's a bit like Netflix uh, doing Arrested Development. A bit like Netflix doing Arrested Development, but uh, different, because just because of their history. But, but if it was, but it is it, it is a, it is a web company 
uh, starting to do uh, their own content. If yes. it was Amazon doing Arrested Development, there would be more uh, books with segues. Yes. <laughs> yes, they would. People who watched Arrested Development also liked the segue. <laughs> <laughs> And while we're on uh, while we're on the topic of the uh, internet and television, uh, the uh, final two episodes of Parks and Recreation, including last week's the debate, which it uh, it in the US, the final two of this season or of this season, okay. of this season, uh, are going to have extended versions online. Do you so guys like Parks and Recreation? I do. I I do like Parks and Recreation. Do you watch it regularly? Yes. Um, yes, I do. I I do like it, but I don't go there often. Mm. Did you? I read a review today actually that they were saying that you could pretty much just not watch the first season and then go from the second and it's better. Because I've only seen bits of the first season and bored the hell yeah, out the of first, me. Yeah, the first season wasn't wasn't great, but I wonder if you would get to know the characters I as well. I just didn't care, though. I watched some episodes. You know and if, you, ah. if you don't care, it doesn't matter. Well, I feel a... like I'm missing out. Louis C.K.'s in it. I decided yeah, so... I'm going to name a child after him. I have to, you know, get in there, get what? involved. Who's child? Anyone's. Right. I'm going to find one and say I'm changing your name. Your name. Now Louis, Louis. C.K. Louis C.K. That's, uh, that, sure. I, I don't Actually, know if you need permission from parents to do that. I'm just going to call them Louis. <laughs> just put it all in one name. That's complicated. Yeah. That's too complicated. It's the future, it's the future Josh. Uh, the, uh, the, the first, look, Here's here's my thing. Here's my thing with uh, shows like Parks and Recreation or pretty much anything. If you don't, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like anything. I know, but I want to like more things. But sometimes things just aren't for you. But I want more things to be for me. Ah, see, that's different. I know. You want want more things? That's that's completely different. I know that's different. So what do you want? More things, essentially. What sort of things? And that blue sky. (laughs) Cheeses. Is the box cutters news? Hi, this is Lawrence Mooney. I've been on the telly, and if you're into televisual delights, then there's only one show you need to be listening to, and that's Box Cutters. Get your ears into it. The last uh, three to six weeks throughout Australia, Channel 9 has been hosting Big Brother auditions. I have noticed there have been less annoying bogans on the streets of late. It's because they've all been corralled. That's right. <laughs> the... Uh, now, now here's so the last couple of weeks it's been in in Melbourne. There was an article about it in in the Age this week. Oh, I saw a picture. Yeah, and it made me think about Channel Nine's strategy behind bringing back Big Brother mm-hmm. and why the hell it needs to happen mm. in a time. You think it needs to happen? No, no but why they, they think it does? They clearly yeah. think it does. In a time when uh, MasterChef, has, uh, they've said that they're going to be focusing a lot more on the positive this year because they got a lot of uh, negative feedback last year about how uh, aggressive it was. And they uh, and then there are shows like The Voice. We, we spoke about The Voice and how positive all the feedback is within the voice to the uh, to, to the contestants that are there. Mm. And that we have all these shows that are focusing on people's talents and applauding them for their talents mm-hmm. and for, for doing well within their talents. And then we come back to Big Brother, mm. which is just a show about congratulating people for not being assholes. Isn't that a talent? No. I That's basic decency. I think it's talent. It's one I'm cultivating. It takes time. 
I mean, really, what what is what is Big Brother? What is the appeal behind Big Brother these days? At the time, it was a social experiment that we got bored of, and then Channel Ten wanted to get rid of it, so they put Carl and Jackie O on. That's my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they attached the time bomb that is Carl and Jackie O, and it died. I think two things. I think Channel Nine are a bit risk averse. They don't. They tend to like things that have either been overseas and worked, or do you know what I mean? Or they do things for two weeks and then cut it off, like Ben Elton, which was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and because of that, and they don't have once the voice is done, they don't have any back end reality TV programming for the rest of the year. So they need something. Well, because they've blown the block and the voice at the same time. That's right. So they need something. Yeah. But why? This. Why this? I mean, surely Endemol have 18,000 other you would imagine so. dumb ideas that they can take. Well, my, I think the risk of Earth thing is quite salient for Channel 9. All right. So from a uh, from an audience member's point of view, Connie, were, were you a fan of The Big Brother? No. Never? Never. Not even in the first season? No. I, I think I watched it in passing, like, when I got home a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but... No, it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. You didn't get a pair of bunny ears? Oh, I would dance. rather blow my own brains out. Yeah, no. I, I, from the outsets with the, the whole thing about, oh, it's a social experiment, I thought that was bullshit and it's just, it's just trying to justify itself. Okay, so th- that, that aside, mm. it had a, a very successful few seasons. Well, how mm-hmm. many seasons did it run? Five? Six? Uh, at least six, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, and some of those were very successful. The first four, at least, were, were quite successful. And is it still going overseas, anywhere? Uh, the US, I think, still has Big Brother, but they also still have Real World. Like yeah. They, they, they'll just, they'll do shows but because Amer- they've forgotten to cancel them. Well, America's so big, they can just do. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Just, they just do stuff. I think Charles in Charge is still <laughs> <laughs> on in Iowa. Um, is it? Uh, but it's it's a network TV show over in the states. It's not cable. No, it's a, it's a network TV show. The uh, so someone in, in this Age article, uh, someone from Channel uh, Nine was saying that it's a completely different world now with Big Brother, uh, and people are going to be like you know live tweeting Big Brother. People are going to be able yeah. to react instantly. I reckon they'll be they'll be doing oh. things to do with that as well. But not the housemates. No, not the housemates, but the the audience uh, is able to react instantly. The thing is, the audience used to react instantly with the old Big Brother. They used to write on the uh, the forums, uh, on the Big Brother websites. There was the but behind the Big Brother website. That pushing was... for the pay vote mobile SMS thing. Yes, and we haven't had that in our culture for some years now. Australian the... Idol. Oh, do they still do that? The no, no, pater? it's finished a couple of years ago, but they were still doing the text voting thing at the end there. And Star Dancers was doing that as well. I don't know if they still do that. What is that still on? I haven't even seen is that? those epic ads for them with this with this season as yet. And there's like there's some late night programming where you can vote for strippers, I think, ah, in some shows. Strippers or psychics? Both. Stripping psychics is my favourite. Oh, Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs runs that. He's in real estate now. Is he? He is. Is he? Yeah, I don't know. He keeps it in his pants. 
for the inspection, but <laughs> hey, hey, when that sale comes around, who can say what's going to happen? But when it's not an actual inspection, there's all those <laughs> spaces you can use. So there's so, so there is no, I mean, in this room, definitely there is no market for, uh, for for another season of Big Brother. Do you think they think they're going to tap into a younger audience of people who didn't watch it last time? Maybe. I mean, the thing is, there are people uh, now who are eligible for for Big Brother who were not born. Uh, yeah, who who were uh, six years old when uh, oh, when the goodness. first series when the first series ran. Uh, so mm. so they kind of grew up with it, and then and it's almost nostalgic for them. Is that- and how much how much of it are they going to retain versus what's going to change? Like, is it still the same house on the Gold Coast at Dreamworld or wherever? Think, I don't think they've decided that yet. Oh, I mean, it's it's not, not going to air until September. And who's hosting it? I don't think they've decided that yet. You sure? Pretty sure. Okay. Uh, I might I might be wrong. Or I might just not have that information. Yeah. Or I might have read that information and not cared. Yeah, I think I read that and didn't care, but maybe I made that up. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a, bit, it's a bit baffling. Now, why why have Channel Nine suddenly decided that it's all with reality TV? Where, what's what's happened to Big well, Bang they, Theory they've and Frasier? And they've needed to reboot the system for a while now. It's working for they them. Really have. Well, it's working with the Voice, and and is it working that well with the Block? Did it's, was I the think last it's, season it's working of the with Block that much of a, a gangbuster? Do you know what? It's working with this season at The Block because of The Voice, I think. Do you know what the other thing? The Block had a few years off as well. Mm. So maybe they're thinking similarly. And their second time around was pretty dire in the ratings. They, they do have the problem of, of actually sourcing a property that, uh, that fits the show. Yeah. Um, but maybe, you know, they figured that worked, so why not do that again? And they need, they need they're going to need Australian content. Yeah, they it, don't. Reality they doesn't don't, count towards. Uh, right. Well, not to. I mean, it counts towards the overall Australian content, but not uh, the so drama. Scripted. So, what do they have? Because seven have Home and Away, and ten have Neighbours. What does nine have? Uh, they, they, I think, put an Australian voiceover on the Big Bang Theory. Oh, and the Footy Show. And the Footy, footy Show, which, which is, is scripted. Drama. Yeah, yeah, that is scripted drama. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just, I just thought I'd. Uh, Bring to to your attention and and maybe I'm interested to know the, the listeners if are Please. any of you are any of you interested in uh, in watching Big Brother. Let Is, us know. Do you think it's one of maybe also listeners? Maybe it's one of those things that it's on and then you just go, oh yeah, this. Like reality TV is so. Um, all-consuming when it's on. Like, same with MasterChef. It's on six nights a week mm, yeah. and, you know, for five hours every night. The voice goes for hours. I swear. Turn the TV off, turn it back on again. It's, it's three in the morning. It's still on. <laughs> um, how I'm so old. Anyway, um, but maybe they think people are going to fall into it. So I'd be interested to know if people will watch it for anything more than just the pure, what are you even doing, value. And... If you think other people will watch it, because I don't know that they will. Email us, hooray at boxcutters.net, or uh, click on the Contact Us link on the blog. Yeah, hi, g'day. I'm Katrina Mathers, and I'm on the Box Cutters. How cool's that? <laughs> Courtney Hocking, please explain. <laughs> Terrible shows you once loved, now you miss them. Well, uh, on Saturday night I was working, because that's the kind of girl I am. A working girl? No, I was writing. <laughs> 
It's not that kind. Anyway, um, and I was thinking, Hang on, you know, to call Joan. <laughs> don't call Joan. I had an important meeting today, and she said, "Just don't swear." That was her advice. So, good one. That's my Joan. Thanks, Joan. Anyway, hi. channel one. Hi, mum. <laughs> so, uh, I was working, and I thought, you know, what I still miss between eight thirty and nine on a Saturday night, the bill. Still miss it. Right, but when was the last time you watched the like? Did you watch the bill right up until the end? Yes. Right, right. Till the end. Did so you the see bill, all three different phases of the bill? I saw there were more than three. I saw all the different. I, I pretty much the bill was around for my entire lifetime mm-hmm. up until when it came off, and then I'm still alive. Unfortunately, shame. Um, but, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that last thing. <laughs> well, that, that's something. I'll remind myself of that yeah. later. Um, but I was watching it at home with my parents when I was a little kid because, you know, it's not really much violence and it's around. There was one where they were, had burglars and they had those black, you know, where they wear stockings over their head with the eyes cut out. That yep. gave me nightmares. Um, and then I remember being about nine or ten and I thought, I really like this show, but I wish they kissed more. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then they, and and then they, they started kissing They heard more. my prayers uh, and it improved uh, and then it got a lot worse. That very soapy kind of, a lot of bomb scares and Reg got a girlfriend for a time and then she got hit by a train. Spoiler. Uh, and then it got really worse and then it had been on for like 25 years. <laughs> like maybe we should kill this. Uh, and it got axed. But I still, you know, even up till the end, like when I was 27, 28, I still was watching it. So, so you ne- you never went. Oh, this this show ain't no good. Not really, no. I mean, sometimes it was like some episodes, but even in the beginning, there were some episodes where you go, mm, "Wasn't very good to know." Because I I never got into the bill. No. Uh, and I am struggling to think of a show that is comparable. That that is comparable to. Do you like British cop sort of things? Not so much. No, I've got a friend. My friend Leifa. She loves that stuff. She went to the place where they record one of them. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, Midsummer Murders in the UK. And, like, she wanted to have her photo taken lying in the street where they often found bodies. Um, (laughs) But there was a guard there specifically to stop people doing that. (gasps) Oh. Because so many people lay in the road and it was dangerous. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but hilarious for a photo. Anyway, but that I, I still quite like. Like I recently watched, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. That's going to be annoying. But um, I, I, I have friends who, who love those shows as well. And they, mm. you know, and they have Foxtel and it is almost constantly on UK TV. Yeah. Uh, because UK TV on a Friday and Saturday night have an entire lineup of, of those kinds of shows. And I and even when I was like eleven or twelve, I was reading like Ruth Rendell sort of murder mystery things, mainly because occasionally they have sex scenes, and so I'd look those up. Um, weird kid, mm. Um, mm. but I really miss the bill. I'd still miss it, and I know it's bad. I know it's terrible, but I miss it. And and I said it on Twitter, and Mark Scott from the ABC retweeted <laughs> it to everyone. There's th- there are things that that I. Uh, that I secretly liked. Uh, well, not even secretly. I mean, it's it's, it's well documented now <laughs> uh, that I still wish was was on, but mm-hmm. I don't get to a particular because because I haven't watched television at any particular time yeah. of day. Uh, I don't. Have I don't that have that same time oh, based. Yeah. Yeah. Sadness. Uh, but yeah. but your your mention of Saturday Night made me think of Gladiators. 
Oh yeah. I really liked Gladiators. Really? I still like Gladiators. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a fun show. I think it's Didn't the, they bring that back? They did bring that back, uh, and it was not successful. Well, did you like it when it came back? Yeah, it was it, it was good. Didn't it was good. It wasn't as good as the original series. One though. of the trainers from from uh, Biggest Loser was on Gladiators. Was he Tiffany? Was she? Yeah. Apparently. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's your show. I don't know. I was thinking. I was thinking of the the, the guy with the uh, with the speech impediment and the and the uh, and the tattoos. Do you mean Jay Lagaya? Because that's not a speech impediment. <laughs> No, I don't mean Jay Lagaya. Was Lagaia. he on Gladiators? No, he was I? on Play School. Uh, accidentally racist. <laughs> uh, I think he was. I think he was. Maybe on. No. All right, now I'm getting confused between seasons of uh, of, of Gladiators and Play School. And what a race! Aaron Pedersen. Aaron Pedersen was one of the hosts of uh, of Gladiators at some point. Oh yeah, I like him. Uh, at, and so every now and then I go. Oh, I really wish everyone else in the world had given yeah. Gladiators as much of a go as uh, <laughs> Is it as a I go when it? you love it? It's not really a go. It's more of a relationship. Yeah, it is. It not, is I'm bit. giving you a chance. It's we're in love. <laughs> yeah. Gladiators wasn't so much uh, being in love. Brett, have you got anything uh, anything like that? Any, any time-based, uh, I wish such and such was on right now, or anything you wish just... A bad, you you know it's not good. You know it's not good TV. But but you still wish that you could watch it? No, nothing no, at all. No, I don't. because because I like there was a lot of stuff that I missed uh, back in back in those days. I, I think I was too much of a, a computer geek. I think and the problem with Brett is he taped everything. Yeah, for like thirty years. Well, so, so you still you got, can go he back now. He doesn't know that it's he doesn't it's know that it's finished. Anymore. Yeah, because he just hasn't He's gotten like around to watching. He's like the America of TV viewing. He doesn't know that it's off. It's Charles in Charge is still on. <laughs> I've had a look at this great series, uh, The Wonder Years. Have you, have you heard about that? Ah, it's no. Excellent. Um, I've like in the same way, but, but the the problem is, and I suppose it's like it's a bit like you know when you sort of feel a bit sentimental for an ex or something, and then you see them, and you're like, oh yeah, those things, like the X Files. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. So the X Files is like, it depends on what series you're talking about. Well, but the X-Files is so pre-9-11 and it's very dated now. Like all the paranoia and stuff is so chintzy. Well, the X-Files was at a very, very important time in, in terms of paranoia because it was post-Cold War, mm. uh, but pre uh, everyone's, everyone's scared of terrorism. Yeah. Uh, so the only thing that we could be scared of was aliens and conspiracy theories. That's right. The, uh, the threat from within. Yeah, and it's so, but it's in a similar way. I think that has dated in the same way that the West Wing has, because the West Wing I really enjoyed when George Bush was in power. It was like the only good thing about George Bush being in power was the West Wing was amazing. Whereas now you're like, you Democrats, shut up! <laughs> you know. <laughs> I so so the West West Wing has an interesting history with uh, with, with box cutters. Uh, Brett will remember this. Uh, I don't know if a, a lot of listeners are, are aware, but we we did a thing back in the day, back when uh, Ross McQueen was uh, was the third box cutter. And uh, what did, there was another one before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Awkward. sorry, Courtney. Just don't uh, ask how I'm many. I'm just the best one. Don't right? ask how many. Yeah. Okay, it's alright. I don't tell you. I'm like the doctor's assistant. <laughs> I don't. Even, oh, oh, as, as in as in the doctor. Yeah. From Doctor Who. Yeah. Right. I want to be Billy Piper. I was hoping you were going to be someone more more talented, but <laughs> I can't. I've got the teeth. 
Billy Piper. All right, done. done. Uh, <laughs> the West Wing. So we, we did a thing called uh, Golden Age of Television. Yep. And there was huge controversy over whether or not the West Wing should be included. in, really? uh, in Huge in Gold- controversy amongst yourselves? Amongst ourselves. And uh, listeners? Ross, Ross McQueen, 100% for the West Wing being included. Uh, listeners... Probably 70% for the West Wing being included. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and uh, about half of my friends, if they were drunk enough, uh, <laughs> they they would barely support me. In, uh, <laughs> in why did you always hate it? I didn't. I didn't always hate it. I liked it. I liked it as a show. I thought. I thought just it was an excellent feel show. Like it was a classic. It just didn't feel like it was. It was a classic. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't really a game changer. It didn't do anything extraordinary. It did things that were a little bit unexpected and did stuff that uh, that uh, lefties or uh, political junkies absolutely yes. loved. Yes. Uh, but as far as great television, eh, not so much. I think. Well, I think it was in terms of things for lefties and political junkies. Most uh, political shows and that sort of thing are either drama or things taking the piss out of, you know, that. And this is the first thing that kind of glorified that sort of way of thinking and behaving and living, essentially. Yeah, and, and, and it did that very well. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, Sorkin in, knows how to put people on a pedestal. Like, he is all over that. It was, it was exceptional for that. Uh, I don't miss it, though. I no. Don't, I don't miss The West Wing. No. I don't, I, I don't miss a, a lot of shows like that. And, and I think because I don't have that... Uh, that habit, the only things that I, that I watch, uh, kind of habitually mm. that I'm, I would be, I would really miss if they weren't there with things like Jeopardy. Okay. If Jeopardy wasn't there, so, you know, Sailor Century, I, I miss in that same oh, yeah. way. Yeah. I really liked Sailor Century. I really liked knowing that I was smarter than a lot of Australians. Really? Sometimes. Okay, because when Sailor of the Century was on, I was not old enough to be smarter than those people. Right, now you would totally just wipe the floor with them. I would hope so, otherwise it would be pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but isn't, they're bringing back the prices, right? Mm. Supermarket sweep, I kind of miss that. Do you That really was good. Sometimes when I go to the supermarket and I'm in a hurry, I think of that. I think like, oh, it's like supermarket sweep. Uh, I, t- I tell you what, I, I do miss uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you was... just miss Sophie Lee. That's all. That was afternoons. That was uh, yeah. That was afternoons. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was too. Sorry, but I take I retract my accusation. But actually, just just morning morning cartoons in general, I I miss. It, it, you know, if I was going to treat myself with television in the morning, it was going to be with cartoons. I wasn't going to watch one of these news based shows. Mm. Which ones? Which cartoons? Which morning cartoons? Uh, See, I, I would get up early at six o'clock for the Thunderbirds growing up. No, no, I'm talking more recently, uh, like in, in my uh, mid 40s. to late 20s. In yeah, my mid to late 20s, mm-hmm. of which I only just passed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, would, uh, I, I would watch things like uh, the X-Men uh, TV series. Uh, was just excellent. I think, um, I think missing TV is, is a bit about that kind of the ritual of it, you know, like getting up and watching blah, 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 or, you know, me watching The Bill with my parents. Like, yeah. You know, it's the kind of comforting feeling you get from it more than it is the show because they're not great. And, and like, you couldn't – like, I find with The Bill, I wouldn't buy it or download it 
because I don't want to watch it on my own. Like, that would be terrible. I'm glad I kept the receipt for your birthday present. <laughs> Cheeses again. <laughs> if that's a request. Oh uh, so, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't watch it on, on DVD, no. even if it was, like, the best of the bill. Would the best episode? Well, like, it's, it's serialised, so you couldn't right. watch just one episode. Um, and it just doesn't... Because it's so bad, it doesn't translate in other ways. Like some things you can have nostalgia for and you read, you know, articles about that show and that's kind of interesting. Like the X-Files, they're doing um, a review, like a reviewing of it on the Onion AV Club, mm-hmm. um, which so I really enjoy reading that. Like I, it made me go back and watch some of the episodes, which were quite good, and I enjoyed reading what people thought of it. Like with the Bill, I followed some of the cast on Twitter. Terrible. Um <laughs> I don't want to hear about your kids and when you go to church. I want to know. Um, Sundays. Generally, generally they go on Sundays. All the time with this guy. Right. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, you know, is that Burnside? Is he? I think he's still alive, but no, he's not on Twitter. It's one of the later guys. Anyway. Um, but, you know, I'm, like, I'm not going to read reviews of it or watch clips of it and think it's good. You know, yeah. it does. it's so bad it doesn't translate in any other way except... I kind of miss it. That's it. If uh, if there's a show that was that you know wasn't very good, but uh, but you still miss it mm. as as part of your weekly television ritual, give us a call. Hooray at boxcutters dot net and uh, let us know. If you watch one. If you can watch something to see, yeah. who would it be? Yeah, it's to ask me. So. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to continue. <laughs> no, because it's important. Right, so I, um, um, I'm going to be on TV this week. What? What? Yeah. You're going to be on TV? Me? <gasps> I'm going to be on TV. I heard about yeah. this. I say a thing. One line. Hang on. Yeah. Is this? Are you going to be on the voice? <laughs> You're voted out of the house. Oh, you, I fucked it up. You, you're going to be on the voice to chef. <laughs> I'm going to choke out Delta Goodroom. That's my line. <laughs> Too far again. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> just thousands of boys in their twenties just went. That was my dream too. <laughs> it's not sexist if I do it. <laughs> It's just right. Anyway, so I'm totally going to be on TV. Um, I can't act. Um, when I was in year 11, I was in a play at school and people laughed and it was a drama because <laughs> I accidentally played it for laughs. Um, <laughs> wasn't meant to. Did, did, no rehearsing? <laughs> no, they were I don't know. Just the, the timing of jokes came over me at the last minute when there was an audience. It was terrible. Crippling, crippling thing I had. What was the play? Just some some awful Australian play about a a girl who moved to a country town, and I was the the owner of the hat store, yucking it up. It was a girls' school. It was weird as if time. as if there'd be like a store that only sold hats. It, it would have to be hats and stuff. It was well. I think our prop department didn't have more than hats. It just had to be hats. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the general store where I'll pick up hats and then hope that they have flour. 
Well, it was a big country town, apparently. Anyway, so I'm not very good at acting. But last year, I was asked to be um, girl number one on um, Laid, season two, episode two. Okay, now how, how did you get asked to be this? Um, well, uh, I did Women of Letters, um, which is run by Marie Cardi um, at Northcote, whatever thing, not Northcote, Thornbury Theatre. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Other than that, I really don't know. And apparently um, <laughs> right. they auditioned a lot of actresses to say this one line. Um, and none, they were did saying you, did things your, like... Uh, did your upward inflection really help? <laughs> no. Uh, in fact, when I talked to the director, he was like, he was like, not the director, I don't know, some guy. And he was like, <laughs> he was like so do you think you can do it? I'm like, I th- he's, he said, oh, I'll send you the script, right? He sends me the script through and I'm reading it and there's like a page and I'm not in that page and then there's another page and I'm not in that. I'm like... It's a long script and there's nothing. And then all the way down the bottom of the third page, there's one line. And then I flip over. That's it. No more. Just the one line. I'm like, I wonder why he thought I couldn't do that. So I rang him back and I was like joking. And I said, so what exactly is my motivation? And he went, don't say that. People were actually asking me that at the auditions. (laughs) That's why we got you. (laughs) Okay. So I have one line. Your motivation is to know how much that thing is. (laughs) Which is why you ask, how much is this thing? I can't, I can't, I don't, can't don't divulge tell us, don't tell us what, what the line, line is. Because that's a spoiler. spoiler. I don't yes. want to spoil it. But, um, so I do one line quite badly um, because I'm terrible at acting. And also actors terrify me, how they can make emotions come out of their faces that aren't real. It's very frightening. And when something comes out, that's the end. <laughs> the uh, Only one thing. Is the, uh, have you seen the episode? Uh, well, apparently I did the line so badly they made me go back and re-record it. So I got to watch my bit and say oh, the line over myself. So you had to do ADR yeah. on yes. this. On my one line. You had to right. Loop it. Yep. But, but you still only got paid for that one day. No, I got paid for got seven paid- minutes of ADR. Right. Seven minutes. So you got so you got to you got paid for turning up on the day. Yes. And then you messed up the line and then you got paid again. I know, good. To fix up your own Obviously, mistake. Obviously this is how you get famous. Or rich. You get rich. That's and how you get famous. rich. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, but it was very exciting to be on television and meet famous people and get up at six in the morning and, and have to put makeup on secretly because they didn't put up enough makeup on me. Um, and you, so you had, you, had to, you had to go to Sydney. No, to do they this record one? this season in Melbourne. Do they? Yes. Well, Set in Melbourne. That's. But the last season, was the last season was in Sydney. Yes, that's confusing. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but that's what's happened. Well, they still have all the exteriors, I suppose. I guess, yeah. And pretty much everyone in the show lives in Melbourne. So probably for the better. That makes more sense. So yes, yeah, so, so nine o'clock. Nine um, o'clock, ABC One. ABC One on Wednesday night, and at about probably fifteen minutes in, there'll be me. Oh look, watch the whole episode. Okay. Yeah. So the whole the whole episode of Laid. Yes. But look out for for, for Courtney Hewking. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and her special. Now line. you'll know what I look like. Are we going to get a special new tape just to get that little bit of you? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna. There's a nice gentleman on my on my Twitter who has said he will record it for me onto the YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna watch that heaps. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> what? Why are you crying? I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. I just love the phrase, there's a nice gentleman on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. 
<laughs> Brett Cropley, if you're going to watch one thing this week, what would it be? If I was going to watch one thing this week, it would be something... Uh... Great. That's great. <laughs> that is such great preparation, Brett Cropley. You have had... No, no. No, I've had, got it. I've got you've it. Had Courtney's, I've got it. You've had Courtney's entire <clears throat> life story. That's... Well, my dramatic history. I don't think it's my life story. That's going to be in my memoir. Can I try it again? Yeah. Try it again. I'm not cutting this out, though. If I was going to watch one thing this week, it would be something non-fiction. Uh, some, it oh. would be Insight SBS One on Tuesday oh, yeah. night with Jenny uh, Macklin, Jenny Brocky. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Jenny Macklin is the uh, federal um, member. Yeah, I hate her. Anyway, this week talking about <laughs> Generation Triple X, uh, children are accessing pornography children? at a younger age than ever before, and uh, it's kicking that can around a little bit. Oh, I like Jenny Brocky. I think she's great. Are you having to see some booze on SBS? Is no, that why no, you're watching no, it? No, 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 you just wait till 11. Was, sex before sport. As, as I, soccer. Um, as, mm. I, as I was uh, saying before, I, I have been a computer geek kind of growing up, and, and so it's interesting seeing the, uh, the whole big entire world coming to, uh, no. to a computer kind of thing. And, well, and a how very that's, specific computer thing, I suppose. And, and how that's affected uh, society. Well, indeed, I, I like it for its for its uh, think, anthropological um, uh, insights. I think insights really good. It's like um, Q and A without the um, annoying Twitter feed. No, without the I don't know head bashing polemicism of the guests that they always choose. That's how they yes. advertise it. I know. I'm going home to watch it. What are you talking about? Well. Can, can, Q&A? Because you've got a whole day before uh, Jenny Brockie's on. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, what was it's I Tuesday doing? night. Anyway. Do, you, do you still watch the Q&A? Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I, I assess my anxiety levels and my stress levels and go, mm, not tonight. And sometimes I watch it. George Brandis is on tonight talking about something. There's always someone I can't stand. I tweeted at the Q&A uh, recently. Did you get on? No, 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 no. I, I tweet at it. Just hoping that Glenn Peters is going to see my tweets and think that they're funny. <laughs> that's the whole. That's it. That's, that's all. It. I got that's a tweet it. on there once. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. You retire now. Well, no, I got that, and then I've got laid. So I'm hoping to build up. Oh, so soon you yeah. will. Soon you will be, be queen of the ABC. Be Are you going to be Sean soon? Live tweeting during late. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I accidentally bought concert tickets. So. <laughs> <laughs> what radio head? Mountain goats. Anyway, what are you going to watch, Josh? Uh, well, I've I've got uh, I've got one thing for me, and then uh, remember uh, Nicola Duffy was uh, our guest donor a Aww. couple of weeks ago. Yep. Uh, she didn't have one thing at the, at the time, Hi. and I just I wanted to point out for her. Yeah, hoarding, filling the void. Uh, <gasps> Thursday night at nine thirty, uh, buried alive uh, on Gem. Thursday night nine thirty on Gem. Digital TV worked. My digital set-top box oh, worked. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. No. Nah. Uh, so that's that's Nicole's one thing. I'm just I'm doing that for Does her. She love hoarding. Are you still on analog then? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. My TV. I got my TV for my 21st birthday. I'm now 50. <laughs> that went quick. Uh, but f- for me, my my one thing. Uh, because you can't hate this guy enough, you need to watch 50 minutes of him. 9.30 on ABC One on Thursday night. Mark Zuckerberg, Inside Facebook. Inside Facebook. Uh, actually, you like that time and, uh, and place, don't you? 
How was the uh, I can I can make you change your mind last week? Oh God, you didn't uh, watch that, did you? No, you know if I would have been, it was, was it was my thing. one thing. It was my one thing. Why, I, why do you hate yourself? Well, I didn't end up watching it. Well, good. It was if I was going to watch one thing. Turns out I didn't even have time to watch that. Ah, uh, well, that's good. Uh, you know what I watched last week? What? Nothing. <gasps> Nothing. Because I had no time. Oh, busy boy. That's sad. Um, but that the Zuckerberg thing is that who made that? Uh, the the English. Okay. Uh, do they talk to him in person, or is it like about him? But he's not. He's on a yacht they, somewhere. They they talk to him in person. They have exclusive access to Facebook's offices and its most senior staff. It's a fifty-minute uh, story of yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and uh, and how Facebook uh, made uh, the social network. The social network, a good film or something. So yeah. is my understanding. The West Wing. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters, pod, cast, done. Pork is on the table. So I just realised that Jem uh, actually, uh, they, they've got like a double of uh, if if you really don't want to uh, love the world or judge people. I think it's, they, I think judging it, people Thursdays. I think it's, yeah, Jen's judging people Thursdays. Oh, I'd watch uh, that. Judging got, Amy features heavily. Uh, my strange addiction, followed by oh, hoarding. What's what, what's my strange addiction about? Carrying my husband's urn. That's kind of weird. That's not really addiction, is it? It's an addiction if she keeps reaching in and eating it. Yeah, I was about to say that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, the hoarding one. So you get buried by your own stuff? Is that what that is? Yeah, buried, buried by your own stuff. Uh, which reminds me of a, a story about these uh, two brothers in New, New York. York. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy, that story. All that? the grand pianos in their house. What's and they the... set up all these traps in the house to and stop other people from getting into from getting them. In the... But and... one of them got hungry and sick. Okay. Yeah, so, so they they uh, had all these newspapers as well. Yeah, and so then they had uh, tunnels built mm. out of newspapers, but and they were paranoid. Yeah, totally paranoid and, and nuts and very rich. Mm. And uh, and one of them was then uh, going to leave the house to get help for food. the help and food mm. for the brother who was sick. Food is help. Uh, and one of the newspaper tunnels collapsed on him, and uh, the other one starved to death. Yeah. Mm. I had that in a book when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. What? No, it was like a Reader's Digest. Remember you used to get books from Reader's Digest? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a amazing, weird stuff about the human mind and this big book. And so that was in it. And also the Russian Tsar who used to drop kittens off buildings. And I think I only read the like freaky ones. Like there was other stuff that wasn't weird. Mm. I just right. read those ones. Mm. Mm. But, but that's, yeah. that uh, was in Bones a couple of weeks ago. That storyline, yeah, well, yeah. Hoard, hoarding is hoarding is weird, but not weird enough that I want to watch a, a TV show. Really? Like, Have Connie, you watched shows about hoarding? No, because these are things that make me sad about humanity. That that people people have these things and, and, and they're not they're not treated as illnesses so much as freak shows. Spectacles. But do you know what? I think you've not worked in enough customer service roles to truly understand the amount of madness people are living with and. You know, ostensibly coping with, you know, in their day-to-day life. People are nuts. Most people are nuts. But should those should those people be exploited for... Probably not. But I think as a human being, it's fascinating to see how other people, you know, what they go, oh, well, this is normal, you know? Like it's... I don't, I don't feel... 
I don't know. They they probably shouldn't. You're right. But I don't think about that. I just go, oh, imagine, imagine living like that. <laughs> in that voice? Yeah. That's how you got the role in laid. <laughs> no. You'll see my line. It's not like that. That brings us to the end of Brett's gasp. Yes, Spe- Brett. Uh, just uh, speaking of bones, very quickly, something that we're not going to review, uh, The Finder, although I've been enjoying it. It's oh, got we are these, so not reviewing The it's Finder. It's got these weird crossovers with, with uh, Bones, the bones uh, cast members. So Sweets comes down to Florida in, in like the second episode or something, and then, then The Finder goes up and... Uh, you love the chick from Bones, don't you? No, not her sister. Oh, Zooey Deschanel. Yeah. There's something about it. Zooey Deschanel. Yeah. That thing is annoying. No. That's the thing about it, Zooey Deschanel. She's like annoying. packet cupcake mix. Like really sweet. It hurts your teeth. It's not even that good. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Box Cutters, <laughs> episode 304. It's short but fun. Oh, it's, it's the right amount of time. We're at 57 minutes now. Well, Once we well slip everything us. in there. Yeah. Good, good on for us. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say thanks to... Well, nobody turned up, so... Hey, what am I? Oh, chopped liver. Yeah. Ham sandwich. I want to say thanks to chopped liver. (laughs) Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. His name is Josh Canal. What's your name? Courtney. I continue to be Brett Crumbly. See you, Courtney. Bye, Brett. Thanks for listening to Boxcutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. This episode of Boxcutters was produced by Josh Canal with Brett Crumbly, Courtney Hocking. It was made noisily possible by Brett Crumbly. Uh, Peter Wilson does the server thing that makes everything go. He's from Supergiant. You can find him on the internet. If you just search for Peter Wilson, he's one of them. Aruka! Uh, if there's anywhere I've forgotten in these credits, I'm terribly sorry. Courtney, you, uh, you wanted to say something. If you want to listen to another podcast as well, I'm recording an episode of Nonstopical, which is a five or six-year-old podcast that I used to do with Lawrence Lung, television's Lawrence Lung, and Andrew McClelland, who's on The Circle. Uh, is, is that still going as a, as a podcast? Are they still doing it? Like they've done it continuously for all that time? Or they've no, we, we stopped for five and a half years. Oh, so you, you used to do it together and now you did. Now we're going to do another episode. So, so comedians doing a podcast. Well, we did it before. It was even a thing. And right. I'm a girl. It's not just boys in a room. I brought my vagina. So it's totally a girl <laughs> one too. Box? That's very personal. Speaking of talking vaginas. Oh, no, I can't do that to Pete Smith. <laughs> I just can't. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters. <laughs>